0: If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you a tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between many merchants that fit your podcast audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze, so if you're a podcaster, make sure to sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use my referral code. Father Bruce Podcast, so you can monetize your podcast too. Hello and welcome back to the Father Bruce Podcast. I apologize for such a long inactivity when it comes to this podcast wrestling has been quite difficult to watch as of late especially with wrestling just generally being a repetitive story i'm sure everyone has had at least their falling out love for watching wrestling but here i am back again to give your regular news and before anything of course i'd just like to thank uh, you guys for sticking out to my podcast and if you're a regular listener thank you so much and I hope that you can um, come back and uh, see the things that I've improved on and uh, appreciate that others equal love for wrestling I would like to give the credit to Mo Twister for revitalizing my interest in doing podcasts and specifically a wrestling podcast which I felt like was not gonna work but now here I am hopefully doing this a lot better and a lot more regularly so enjoy the rest of the ship this episode we will be reviewing the 2021 WWE draft I'd like to give credits to a good friend of the podcast the mtg podcast for creating this list of drafts i highly recommend that you check out his podcast the mtg show podcast now on to the draft recap of the 2021 wwe draft just a note though that i am not basing off these rankings based on what was the draft rat original draft rankings of the wwe draft but uh as composed by this list we would be interchanging each uh, superstar from a raw draft to a smackdown draft first draft in the list was becky lynch to monday night raw i think that this is this was unexpected move for Becky Lynch and for the WWE because uh, Charlotte Flair has been drafted over to Smackdown and it wouldn't make sense for a single brand to have two major women's champion. Personally, I think as of late Becky Lynch has been a lot better as a Raw superstar though she has had memorable runs on SmackDown during that 2016 SmackDown Live as well as 2018 when she first started being the man of the WWE. Before she left for her leave she was in Monday Night Raw so I felt I always just felt as though unexpected that he was that she was bound to go to Monday Night Raw, however that wasn't the case and went directly in SmackDown so I feel as though that this is a good, it's a good move, a better move for Be- Becky Lynch to head back to Monday Night Raw where she has a lot more airtime and pick up where she left off before the pandemic and before she had to make her leave. Now over to SmackDown, we got The Usos staying, that's uh, expected. Sasha Banks staying as well, that would also be expected. Just hope that uh, she gets more opportunities um, now that she's with uh, Charlotte Flair. um, They could revitalize that rivalry that they had in 2016 when arguably it was the best time are the best Sasha Banks that we have seen so we'd like to see more of that if uh, she uh, now that she's uh, staying in SmackDown Bobby Lashley staying in Raw okay another Raw pick would be Seth Rollins moving back to Monday Night Raw I felt as though he could have stayed a lot longer on Friday Night Smackdown as he has only been there for a year but um, the best Rollins was always the Monday Night Rollins. Seth Rollins has also been great in stretching out the show using multiple segments so it would just make sense for him to be a Monday Night Raw where it is three hours but more than anything I just felt like Seth Rollins had unfinished business over in SmackDown but this is a great that this was a fair enough move for Seth Rollins to return to Raw and finish up perhaps his rivalry with Edge though he does not necessarily need to be drafted to Raw to finish that but um, we'll just wait and see we can and Especially the type of uh, matchups that Seth Rollins could possibly have in the future. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns being on the same brand last year just made sense for them to eventually get in a feud. However, we never got that. The closest was a short conference confrontation between the two. And I felt like that was um, a reason why. Seth Rollins moving back to Raw felt like a premature move, but uh, we'll just uh, wait and see. He could go on and fight a lot of other superstars on Monday Night Raw. As for the next pick, being the SmackDown pick, we got Nakamura and Boogs staying on SmackDown. I personally was hoping that Nakamura would move to Monday Night Raw. It feels as though Nakamura was on Smackdown for such a long time and it would make sense for Nakamura to be in a brand where he could at least compete for a major WWE title. Although Shinsuke Nakamura currently is the Intercontinental Champion. So and it's actually doing a lot better in this intercontinental championship reign. Back over on Raw, we got Damian Priest staying on Monday Night Raw. It would make sense for him to stay on Monday Night Raw as he is the United States Champion and is probably one of the most active and better utilized United States champion that we have today. The thing about Damian Priest is that he actually feels like a champion, and he actu- and he's making the United States champion feel like a championship. Sure, it's not the same as 2015 John Cena, but um, that's the best that we have right right now in the current age, and I hope he gets to. Uh, fight and defend his United States champion with a lot more ver- various superstars in on Monday Night Raw. Next pick over back to SmackDown, we got Sheamus. I was always in the impression that Sheamus was currently injured at the moment. However, that wasn't the case. I don't really understand um, the status of Sheamus right now—if she's—if he's eventually gonna vie for the Universal Champion, perhaps uh, he could compete once against Roman Reigns, against Nakamura. Maybe it could work. I just felt like Sheamus was feeling out of place or looked out of place as of late, and perhaps this smaller roster in Monday on on Friday Night SmackDown would be. A good uh, run for Seamus. he still got um, good years behind and he could still at least compete for the Intercontinental Champion against Shinsuke Nakamura. Back on Monday Night Raw, we got Styles and Omos staying in Monday Night Raw. Now, I have to really really commend the WWE. For revitalizing its tag team division. I think it was a great move that they are getting former WWE champions to compete for the tag team champions with current holders RK-Bro against Styles and Omos. Styles and Randy Orton has has had such a great rivalry together. And I've said in previous episodes of this podcast that perhaps it was even a great idea that in Wrestlemania 2020 for Styles and Randy Orton to face each other in a part 2 of their Wrestlemania matchup. And I could really feel and see that there's beef between those tag teams. This is probably the first time in a long time that I'm actually ever this excited over the raw tag team champions. I'm not gonna lie. The mix of seriousness and some comedic tropes in this rival in this uh, matchup is a, such is such a great mix for the two tag teams. In fact, if anything, this is probably the best tag team that. Randy Orton has had, at least now in the PG era or the 2020 era. And Omas seems to be doing so great for himself too. And I hope that we see more of this. With the next draft, Shayna Baszler being drafted to SmackDown. Shayna Baszler has had quite a losing streak. For the past few months as a singles competitor, and it would just be the right move for her to move over to SmackDown back as a singles competitor and show her dominance that she showed during her NXT run. Over in SmackDown, she could face Charlotte Flair or Saya Lee. Is the following draft to SmackDown. I think that's a great draft for SmackDown to get this NXT Superstar in Xylee. Overall, this should be a great move for Shayna Baszler's career. Moving back to Monday Night Raw, we have Kevin Owens being drafted to Monday Night Raw. This run of Kevin Owens on SmackDown over the past year has been quite a memorable run with Monday Night Raw. He has had his feud with Roman Reigns and has really and has even revitalized his rivalry with Sami Zayn where they eventually feuded at WrestleMania. There has been rumors that Kevin Owens would leave the WWE for AEW and at this moment it's uh, we can we can we can never really say it's all speculations at this point but I am aware that his contract is expiring in the near future his move over to Monday Night Raw would be a bit difficult to understand though I'm not completely against it I personally would have preferred That he stayed on SmackDown if he was eventually to leave but um, let's hope that he could be better used in SmackDown and let's hope he's not gonna end up in a tag team division SmackDown selects the Viking Raiders this would be a great addition to their tag team division Monday Night Raw selects the Street Profits would make sense though. The tag team champions are sort of occupied at this moment so I don't really know who the Street Profits would be facing as a tag team. Smackdown selects Ricochet. Ricochet on Smackdown, such a great move. I think he could face the likes of Nakamura. Well, he has faced Sheamus in the past. Overall, uh, he could use the right timing over in SmackDown, and he could avoid being relegated to the 24/7 Championship. I think this is a great move for Ricochet. I just hope he won't end up or end up needing to a tag team just for success so um, let's hope that WWE realizes what they have and uh, utilize Ricochet for more matches more talents and more airtime Monday Night Raw selects Finn Balor okay now this was actually a bit surprising for me I kind of didn't expect that they would let go of Finn Balor right away after that match with Roman Reigns but I guess they needed to quickly end that storyline and leave things unexplained, leave things unsaid uh, WWE has that tendency to uh, leave things unsaid so it's not surprising that uh, Finn Balor would end up on monday night raw as for his case on monday night raw it would also be great for him to be in monday night raw as he could challenge for the wwe championship and actually be a legitimate contender unlike that of smackdown where almost no one could be a legitimate contender against roman reigns but over here on Monday Night Raw he could face the likes of Seth Rollins he could face AJ Styles he can maybe even face Edge I think that um, he deserves a second chance in Monday Night Raw Smackdown selects Corillo and Garza I may have mispronounced his last name but for the sake of uh, everyone who's aware of how that last name is pronounced um i'm going to pronounce it Garza anyway i think that this is the best draft in this whole 2021 wwe draft these two superstars being a tag team is was such a great move and i think it's going to help Put seriousness over on the tag team division now on Monday Night Raw the tag team division is a lot better over in Smackdown I think that uh, these two superstars could actually make it a lot better these two superstars are very talented and would soon ho- be holders of those Smackdown tag team champions Monday Night Raw selects Carrion Cross. I felt as though Carrion Cross being in the main roster was a lot more rushed. I'm sure a lot of people felt that way, and the only basis for him really being in the main roster again was um, because of his dominance in NXT. And from what I understood, His contract intended that he does not stay in NXT for that long hence him being quickly promoted to the main roster right away and it would have been done a lot sooner if uh, he had not faced some injuries back at NXT. But uh, right now he's just such a weird time. And I'm sure anyone who's watching Monday Night Raw uses the time to do other things whenever he's uh, on television. I think it would have made sense for him to go over in SmackDown and this draft. Because uh, I felt I feel that Monday Night Raw is a lot more sta- um, stacked. But maybe this is uh, would provide a better landing for carrion cross and he's just such a great superstar and and it's, it's hoped that he is not one of those former nxt superstars who would eventually lose their talent and lose interest from management smackdown selects cesaro I think that Cesaro, maybe it would have been better for him to be in Monday Night Raw. There were glimpses of WWE giving him the chance for the WWE Championship and being on SmackDown is not gonna give him that chance. I think he should have been drafted back to, he should have been drafted to Raw would have been a good and a new look for Cesaro to be in Monday Night Raw after being in SmackDown for quite some time now and if I'm not mistaken the last time he was in Monday Night Raw he was still under the bar with his tag team partner Sheamus so Cesaro should have been drafted to Monday Night Raw, just to get a new look for him and for the SmackDown as a whole. Okay. Raw selects Alexa Bliss and Carmella. Uh, I, I didn't, I'm not—they're not, they're not as a tag team. I just mentioned both of them at once, but Alexa Bliss back—I mean—staying on Raw would be okay. there there ain't that much time for him on SmackDown and he needs RAW for his gimmick because that type of gimmick is not gonna fit over on SmackDown because because of time constraints. Now with Carmella going back to Monday Night RAW, it would also make great sense. But I hope that Carmella being in Monday Night Raw doesn't relegate her and her uh, status. SmackDown selects Ridge Holland from NXT. I think it's always a great thing for SmackDown to draft uh, superstars from. And SmackDown is the best place for NXT superstars to begin rather than Monday Night Raw. Sami Zayn remains on SmackDown. I think Sami Zayn should have been drafted to Monday Night Raw. Sami Zayn is a superstar that could really stretch out the hours of the show. And is such a multi-talented superstar. And him being on SmackDown without Kevin Owens I don't know if there's really much of anything left for him on that show just generally the both of them like if they're not friends or rivals what what is there between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens so I think that uh, Sami Zayn should have really have been drafted to Monday Night Raw especially since It has been such a long time that Sami Zayn has stayed on SmackDown. Monday Night Raw selects Gable Stevenson, the United States Olympics champ of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. There has been news that um, he he signed with the WWE. And it is great that now they show up, he shows up at uh, the WWE. I'm not sure that he's conditioned if, um, he is, uh, if he has been training as a WWE superstar, but um, Monday Night Raw would be great for him. It would be a nice uh, matchup to have Gable Stevenson versus um, Damian Priest. But hopefully, um, Priest is given a a lot more longer reign before facing Stevenson. And it would make sense for Stevenson to win the United States Championship. Monday Night Raw also selects Liv Morgan. And they also select Ziggler and Bobby Roode. I actually didn't notice that uh, Sigler and Rude made their way back to to Monday Night Raw. They have uh, had this uh, short segment with uh, Dolph Sigler and uh, Big E as well as Dolph Sigler and uh, Drew McIntyre who they have been friends in the past and that was a great touch it was a great a touch to recall their past um, interactions with each other, their past alliance. Maybe it's time we see Ziggler back as a singles competitor, but um, it would be nice also to have just have Bobby Roode over still in the WWE and being utilized by the WWE. They could also make a great um, contender for the Raw Tag Team Champions with either, or the RK Pro or A.J. Styles and Omos in the future. Now with Liv Morgan on Monday Night Raw again, I say why not? Um, she could face um, Becky Lynch. She's, she would always make a great underdog story Liv Morgan and um face, and I think he's ready to she's ready to face Becky Lynch sooner rather than later SmackDown selects Sochi Blackheart So this means that Slachi Blackheart will stay over in SmackDown Natalia as well would stay in SmackDown. Jinder Mahal crafted to SmackDown. Well Despite Jinder's um, rivalry with Drew McIntyre over the summer, over Summerslam, I think that uh, Smackdown would be good for Jinder Mahal. I say why not? Why can't uh, he face Roman Reigns later on? Monday Night Raw selects Dana Brooke. Great for their tag team. Division, I mean, for their women's division, Tegan Knox. So, this means that Tegan Knox and um, Sachi Blackheart are now separate from each other. I felt as though they still needed to be a women's tag team, uh, they still need to be women's tag team, and th- they deserve to face uh, the. Wi- the women's tag team champions in Rhea and Nikki A.S.H. Tamina and Natalya would also be separated as a women's tag team. The Hurt Business staying on Raw, obviously. Mia Yim now on Raw as well, The Miz over on Monday Night Raw. That would be great for him, although with The Miz now being a single superstar again and just lately recovering from his injury, I hope that I don't really know the direction that um, The Miz would be in right now but um, I'd say why not he had he could uh, such a talented superstar he could face the WWE championship could be in the 24-7 championship he's just a multiple use superstar and I think the WWE should really hold on to the Miz now this is surprising actually one of um Jinder Mahal's uh partners fear has been drafted to Monday Night Raw separating him from Jinder Mahal who's uh, drafted to SmackDown I I never really thought of too much about fear but um seeing this list I feel that Monday Night Raw has been so much cramped at this moment um, rightfully so because um, there, are four, there, there are 3 hours of content, but um, maybe he could face um, other superstars on Raw. Jinder Mahal's other partner though was drafted with him over in SmackDown and um, while we uh, we've, as fans don't really understand this, Perhaps um, this is just to make the draft actually looks look like uh, actual draft. Okay, now um, now that we're done with the night two of the WWE draft, we'll move over to night one of the WWE draft. SmackDown selects Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion. Roman Reigns has been selected by Smackdown and I think that this was an obvious choice and it really looks like Roman Reigns would be in a position to rule the brand of Smackdown for many months many perhaps even years to come Raw the WWE Championship WWE Champion Big E stays SmackDown Charlotte Flair This was selected Charlotte Flair back on SmackDown is a great Charlotte Flair has always just been has always looked out of place on Monday Night Raw for the past few months and some of uh, Charlotte's best runs are on SmackDown recalling back to 2018 2017 though there just came a time when she ran out of superstars to face as SmackDown has lesser superstars of course so she eventually had to face a superstar from Monday Night Raw at that time for WrestleMania against uh, Asuka. Let's hope that this won't be the case now with uh, Charlotte Flair being back in SmackDown. As I've already previously mentioned, she could renew her rivalry with Sasha Banks and she could even face the newer superstars in Sochi Blackheart. And Tony Storm. One superstar, though, that Charlotte Flair won't be facing on SmackDown is Bianca Belair, who was selected by Monday Night Raw. Now it's just a bit unclear what the WWE's intentions are for Bi- for Bianca. Perhaps she could continue her rivalry with Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw. Perhaps face other superstars. Perhaps um, form a tag team, a women's tag team coalition and vie for the tag team champions. Drew McIntyre is now selected. smackdown while this is this was a expected move a part of me feels like i wish he could have still stayed on monday night raw maybe he'd be great on smackdown though and he could face roman reigns for the universal champion although At this point, it really doesn't look like anyone's going to beat Roman Reigns anytime soon, aside from really this finally opportunity for Drew to face Roman Reigns because of their previous uh, rivalries with each other on Wrestlemania and even in Survivor Series, I don't really see a legitimate um, other contender, other purpose for Drew McIntyre on SmackDown felt i feel as though drew has always been best on raw to stretch out but i but it might be a great change for him to be on the shorter episode of the wwe contents maybe he could face happy cordovan again who else would he be able to face maybe ricochet Well, Jinder Mahal, he was already finished with him, so I just don't see a lot that he could face. I think that him facing Big E in the next uh, pay-per-view may make a difference. Maybe he'll stay over on Raw. I just don't see any other opportunities for Drew on SmackDown. So I just hope I'm wrong with this one the raw tag team champions stays on monday night raw with RK bro edge is selected by monday night raw now edge has always just been this uh, free agent at the moment with his uh, status but um, him being over in Monday Night Raw he could face a lot of other superstars he could face AJ Styles he could face Finn Balor and other younger superstars that um, we have been craving for him to face Kevin Owens and he could finish up what he had with Seth Rollins so Um, It would be great for Edge to be in Monday Night Raw. The New Day, of course, separates again for the second year. I've always just never understood why they continually separate them. New Day with Big E. But um... If this is going to make Big E look stronger, a lot more dominant, then I think I'm all for it. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, formerly Redick Moss, stays on SmackDown. I think it's great that um, Corbin stays on SmackDown. He has done such a great job on his character. But um, I don't think he's uh, fitting over on Monday Night Raw, so so it just made sense for him to stay in SmackDown with the lesser time. Hit Row from NXT moves over to SmackDown, and I think as um, as other draft picks, I think it's a great move for new superstars to move over to SmackDown. Rhea Ripley and. Nikki A.S.H. Stays on Monday Night Raw. Though the women's division has always... I mean the women's tag team champions are a lot more free moving. Um, So I don't think this really has a lot of bearings to him. Keith Lee stays on Raw. Maybe it would have been better for Keith Lee to to move over to SmackDown. He has just been not used to his full capacity he has changed his moniker too many times and it really would have been better for him to stay on to go to smackdown to have new people to face right now raw feels uh, too stacked now i hope that um, some things would change, and if he were to really stay over in on, on Monday Night Raw, I hope that um, he would be better utilized. Naomi going back, to, uh, staying on SmackDown. She has had she has her issues with Sonya Deville, although I don't really see much progression in those. Uh, and those two superstars when it comes to their rivalry but um, facing charlotte flair in the future may not actually be that bad Ross selects the Mysterios, um, with the mysterious being back on monday night raw perhaps it would have been better for them to stay in smackdown now being on raw maybe they could take their time the two especially dominic they could um maybe they could go easy on him because um, of time constraints over on smackdown but um and also with Rey Mysterio, he's, he has historically been better as a Smackdown Superstar, a lot more um, memorable Superstar as a Raw as a Smackdown Superstar, Rey Mysterio. I, I'll i just wait and see what uh, Mysterio has. Jeff Hardy, back to Friday Night Smackdown. Now this is a great touch, great move, a great nostalgic move. I mean, it's great because um, now he's away from this uh, United States champion uh, rivalry. He could instead face the Intercontinental Champions and in Sh- Shinsuke Nakamura. And, why n- and perhaps he could even buy for the Universal Champion. Overall it's a nostalgic move to have Jeff Hardy. On Friday Night SmackDown, before Jeff Hardy in 2009 resigned from the WWE, he was over on SmackDown. So, this 2009 Jeff Hardy was a memorable Jeff Hardy, and it would make sense for him to go back to SmackDown and here he's no more words theme song again in smackdown last pick for the wwe draft well not really last pick i'm picking i'm using a different uh, list but uh, we have austin theory to monday night raw This is a great second chance for Austin Thierry to be back on the main r- roster. I think there are superstars where he could face. If he's going to be in the 24th Empire championship, then why, why not? Uh, Austin Thierry would be such a great addition to Monday Night Raw. Brock Lesnar declares himself as a free agent. I think that uh, there's nothing bad with uh, being a free agent, with Brock um, Lesnar being a free agent. I guess it just adds to his character that he is a superstar that's untouched, untouchable, and could do whatever he or she wants. However, I feel as though other superstars, um, that there should have been other superstars considered as a free agent. And not just for the reason of them being untouched, but um, them just given the opportunity to be in other um, other brands. I think uh, other superstars that I've mentioned who were drafted to Raw could have been uh, associated as a free agent. Doesn't always have to be. A superstar untouched. It could just be a superstar who needs other sup- who needs to be- to transfer other more often. So there has been some speculations that perhaps Brock Lesnar would show up in AEW as uh, one of their shows. It's scheduled in Dynamite. It's scheduled on Minnesota. I am not sure of this legitimacy but Brock Lesnar has done things like this in the past when he showed up in New Japan and Brock Lesnar truly is an untouchable superstar and with him declaring free agent this might just be an acceptable acceptable thing for Brock Lesnar situation contract for Le- Brock Lesnar here are some other unannounced uh, drafts for this 2021 WWE draft. We got Reggie staying on Monday Night Raw. At this moment, he is the 24 7 champion. Akira Tozawa, of course, one of the 24 7 competitors. Alpha Academy, interesting, but that's a great move. Apollo Crews and Commander Haziz to Monday Night Raw. Um, maybe not a good move maybe they would do okay in the 24-7 champion Do drop on Raw good Um, Drake Maverick on Raw good John Morrison I think he should have gone to Smackdown with John Morrison he could have at least faced uh, the likes of Jeff Hardy might not be as good as what we've had as 10 years ago but it would have been nice to see John Morrison as a singles competitor. T-Bar stays at RAW okay Nia Jax stays at RAW I think she has an injury situation at the moment but um, I guess Raw is not a bad place for Nia Jax, Na- R-Truth back on Raw, yes definitely, I think that R-Truth um, would be great on Monday Night Raw because of his uh, relationship with the 24-7 championship, other people might not find it entertaining but I think R-Truth really does best with his um, 24-7 uh chasing the 24-7 championship Selena Vega to Vega to Monday Night Raw I'd say that's a fair enough uh, draft to have Vega back on I mean to have Vega on Monday Night Raw although with Carmella going to Monday Night Raw I think I feel as though there are too much uh, former Smackdown superstars that have been drafted to raw that is of course just a feeling but uh we'll see what we get with selena vega on raw the following smackdown drafts were announced on an episode of talking smack with Aliyah, drew gulak mace Monsour going to smackdown Mustafa Ali going to SmackDown, Tony Storm staying on SmackDown. Now by the looks of um, the list overall of the WWE 2021 draft, I think it's a great um, draft especially for the tag team division. However for the women's tag team division it feels almost non-existent and while The women's tag team division, technically, is a lot more. It's not really associated with a draft. It wouldn't. It doesn't help that um, their partners were separated per brand. So we will just have to wait and see uh, what um, this uh, results into. And we all know that um, with the WWE, it will always adjust. And um, this brand separation is not completely in stone but um, it is of course still an exciting thing to witness and just a reminder the effectivity of this uh, WWE draft will be on October 22 that would be after their Saudi Arabia show To other people it might not make a lot of sense, maybe to others it um, would be okay. I think there's nothing wrong with uh, having an advanced draft, although by October 20 of course people would tend to forget and um, there may be changes. But again, let's just wait and see. I'm not completely upset about um, this whole situation. And I gotta give the WWE the benefit of a doubt at this point. So I hope to see you in the next episode and we can discuss about what uh, happens in the world of wrestling.